0: happening I got my coffee I got my cat she's been she's been co-hosting a lot lately there we go T- ear in the bottom of the frame you can even see her there she is hi, hi. oh hey <sighs> Well. Oh. good morning everybody and welcome today is Thursday it is is June 24th, 2021. My name is Jeremy. And this is my first cup of coffee. <sighs> yeah. So yesterday was a pretty solid day, pretty productive day, some good stuff. Today's looking to be pretty similar. You know, summer in Vermont is, is pretty special. Because you get a lot of people traveling, people come to visit. And I've got a lot of friends who've moved away and they come to visit. They look me up and we have lunch or dinner. And yesterday had one of those and today has one of those. And tomorrow has one of those. And then on the weekends, you get people having events. Birthday parties and graduation parties and other parties. And parties for no reason other than let's party. I got some of those coming Well one of the big things that happened yesterday Was I filmed some stuff for TikTok Now despite the fact that my back is not doing so well Which is impacting my my flexibility and my ability to kick high I was playing with some trick kicks With some plastic cups Out of the back wall And I got four or five that are kind of worth sharing. Took about 20 minutes. So, put a couple up. I think think there's only one up. I'm going to do one a day. The goal is to put something up on TikTok every day. And figure out the platform. For myself, for my clients. For Whistlekick, of course. If you want to follow me, I'm at Jeremy Lesniak. Because while there are other Jeremy Lesniaks in the world, at least two that I'm aware of I'm the only one that you need to follow I used to be Facebook friends with one of them, but I think he unfriended me I could read something pretty severe into that, but I won't Uh, what else happened yesterday? Did the books, client stuff Did a little bit outside with the gardens Stacey says, good morning, Jeremy and Zusa. I say good morning. Zuza, you want to say good morning? Can you hear her purring? Oh, yeah, Stacey's reminding me. Issue one of Marshall Journal Print Edition arrived. Holy cow. It's awesome. It came out so good. It's so good. It took us a year and a half to do this, so... Apparently they can hear you purr. You're that loud. But we have a format now for the magazine. and It won't take us nearly as long. So the next steps. There there are two things that are going on. Justin and I need to go through it. And figure out our plan of attack for issue two. Because there were some things that we could do better. Some things that should be smoother. We need a better process. And then the second thing is we need a salesperson. If you or somebody you know out there loves martial arts and wants to be involved in selling ad space either on martial arts radio or heck, somebody really wants to sponsor First Cup we could do that. Uh, But primarily the Martial Journal Magazine we're going to pay a very hefty commission. I wouldn't imagine this is going to be full time for somebody for a while. So if somebody wants to do that work, make some money some reasonable money not great money reasonable money Have them reach out to me we're we're doing we've got something here there's a, there's some magic in this so so that's going on that's big and that's a big part of what i'm doing today is i am go- my goal for the day is to get all 100 copies well 99 cuz i got one all 100 hundred ninety nine 99 copies in the mail to people I Can't promise have happening today Especially since I'll probably need to buy more stamps. I don't think I have that many stamps But we're gonna do that and then because I didn't plan on us mailing them in an envelope. I thought they were gonna get mailed out in like a one of those plastic magazine bags The fact that it's an envelope means I can put stuff inside So I'm not gonna tell you guys cuz I'm guessing most of you watching or listening to this have all you know, You're know, you already on the mailing list for Marshall journal. You're getting issue one Which by the way make sure you say that this this thing is gonna be collectible People are gonna... I, I fully expect because this was a goal that we wanted people to treat these more like comic books in terms of saving them and rereading them than magazines we use like really high quality paper uh it's re- the covers are really glossy you're, you're gonna see most magazines are done how thin can we make this how cheap can we make this that's not how we're doing it. we don't do anything that I expect years from now people will be trying to complete their set and buying certain issues because remember if you want to get it you have to be on the list and if you get it you have to continue to get on the list it's going to require action effort things that not everyone is good at <sighs> squeeze now later today i'm going to lunch with when I was a child, my mother's best friend and her husband I think that made sense. Sally and Charlie who I grew up calling Aunt Sally excuse me, and Uncle Charlie. I have some pretty fond memories of the two of them. They they treated me very well. Yeah, good people. But their daughter lives in We'll call it northeastern Vermont. So they're up visiting her, and said, "Hey, let's have lunch." So we had right lunch. Can I have my arm back? I need my arm back. Arm, please. Thank you. Anything else? Those are the big things for today. Those are really the biggies. My my back is so sore. I really. It's got to loosen up. It's driving me nuts. Because it's limiting everything. I can't. I can't sit up straight. Oh, man, it, it's like it's almost ready to be better. I expected it to be all better after, after last night's sleep. It was not. Oh, anything else happened yesterday? TikTok. The only other thing of importance the only other thing relevant to report is that uh, I was storing some things in the warehouse space in the upstairs the training place for someone they came and got almost half of what was left so there's a ton of space now I can reconfigure more which means the training space the recording space are are moving along we got some filming coming. I am excited. Casper's in the chat asking me if I do foam rolling. And I do. And I... What's going on here? This is the... Let's see. CT, TL. Yeah. at the At the TL junction. This thing is just locked right up. And all the muscles around that vertebrae. To the point where I can feel it come around into my ribs. And this is where... You know, historically, I would just call up one of the various chiropractors in my life because I've dated two and my best friend was one. But I don't have a chiropractor in my life right now. Usually I'm pretty good at getting self-adjusting. But Oh, there's something else. And honestly, this is probably part of why it's really tight today because I pushed through it and developed a mobility form. Like a kata or a tool, pumse, whatever you want to call them. I made one for flexibility to go with the flexibility program. Because one of the big goals for the week is that I finish the draft. No, I don't need your paws on me. And that was one of the things that was left. And it came out really well. It's It's interesting. It's interesting and there is enough space for individualization that people who do it should hopefully... People put their own stamp on it and enjoy it. It's going to be a big part of the, the flexibility program. Because what makes you more flexible? Doing flexibility things frequently. So the more variety you have, the better. The idea of sitting in a split and holding it and graring through the pain. The science does not back that up as the most effective way. It doesn't mean it won't work, but it does not back it up as the most effective way. By the end of the week, by the end of tomorrow, yikes I will have the complete first draft of that program done Yay, this has been a long time coming There have been a lot of stumbles Because there were just a lot of things that popped up That limited my time to work on this And I'll shoot that out to people And then I'm going to start filming video Because there are a bunch of videos that we need to do To demonstrate the movements And... uh, Yeah. remember this one's going to be free, completely free and I know it's going to upset people. It's going to upset people for two reasons. One it's going to upset people because we're saying that the things that they've been doing to get flexible aren't the best way and you know how martial artists get really upset when they find out there's another way to do something and their style or their school isn't the absolute best one in the world and they get bent out of shape and they go through this cognitive dissonance and try to make it sound like everything else sucks because otherwise they feel badly about themselves because they didn't do anything to uh, work through their ego deficiencies you know that whole thing Um, that's gonna happen here as well as the fact that there are there are a number of programs right now trying to charge you a lot of money showing somebody who's really flexible and saying hey buy my course you'll get more flexible So we're, I'm not saying that those courses are necessarily bad, but in order, here's a theory. So I'm going to share this with all of you. This is something, honestly, this program came as a result of this theory. It is not the other way around. I didn't just set out to say, you know what? Let's, uh, let's kick people in the junk and, and put out a program that's going to make them upset in a variety of ways to attract students. It's not about that. Think of where we are right now in the world, commercially, professionally. We have been lied to for so long by so many people that nobody trusts anything. I struggle to get people to buy our programs, to buy anything, because people have just become so disinterested. When, think, think about what happens when you, you, can I, I need my arm back. I can't drink coffee when you do this. Thank you welcome to all of my life when they want your email address when, when they want all of these things we're at a point where so many businesses and people have failed to deliver the value they promised for so long that a large portion of us maybe even most of us are overly skeptical to the point where they won't take action and I think that that number is going to get become... Worse and worse. I think more and more people are becoming skeptical, disinterested, untrustworthy, untrusting So how do you combat that? When you're trying to sell training programs to people and they don't they don't The deficit of value is so sufficient that they're not willing to plunk down money and that testimonials have been faked for so long and they're not willing to watch videos They're not willing to do research. They want you to prove to them that what you have is good. But they're not willing to go through the work to accept and understand the proof because they're going to be skeptical. How do you handle that? There's only one way to handle that. You give something away of greater value than they would expect completely for free. So when we roll out this flexibility program, you're not even going to have to plunk down your email address. It's just going to be a download. You're going to click a button. It's going to download and you can read it. That's it We're not... There's nothing to track There's nothing... There's no cost We're not even going to allow people to pay for this If they want to pay for it They can go buy one of the other programs That's it And the hope is In doing that Enough people will give it a try And they'll say Huh This stuff works What else does this company do? That's the hope and this is something I'm, ta- I'm starting to talk to some of my clients about. Because it's coming. I'm watching this. I'm watching email open rates drop. I'm watching any of the metrics that are worth tracking in business. All the numbers are going down. And I, I see it getting worse before it gets better. And this is the, this is the only solution that I see. And that's why we rolled this program out. Because what was the program that was going to most be most interesting to most people? Flexibility. So that's what we made. It. I could have made other programs. There's plenty of programs I can make. There's a, there's a strength building weightlifting program that's brewing in my head that I'm going to make soon. We, we still have the strength speed hybrid going. That one should be done soon. I got an email from Chris yesterday that the uh, the tracking sheets are coming right along It's tight, let's see It could actually be I wonder if it's a rib I wonder if it's something in here that's pulling it's possible. I just need to move more After dinner with my friend Kevin we went for a walk and that was nice because just I just gotta move Ugh. Walking is therapy. All right, let's see what is going on. Oh yeah, it's Thursday. There's a show. Is it up? I don't know. Hey, you settled down. Nice job. Ah! <laughs> Episode six seventeen. The Role of Parents and Family in a Martial Arts Household. Nice. It's an episode Andrew and I did when he came up. Another in-person conversation. Talking about primarily what it's like or should be like in a household, in a family, where the children train but the parents don't. And actually I've got There's one school I know of that they're giving, and I think this is a great idea, and I'm going to share this with with all of you. Any parent that does not already train gets the month of July to train for free. The majority of their program is children, and most of the parents don't train. So they're saying, hey, take this month, you come train for free when you want a great opportunity, it's a great tool I would strongly suggest doing something like this because you've already got that, that parent, that person already thinks highly of your school they're bringing their kids there, they wouldn't if they didn't and sometimes they just need a little push over the edge, there are a lot of people who started bringing their kids and stuck around after a little while my mother did that for two years before she started training I remember that alright so we got ideas, we got episodes let's see what we got to talk about I know you guys gave me stuff to talk about, you always do somebody always does alright, I got I have a video recommending that I watch about the new 2022 Toyota Land Cruiser. Which I'm not going to watch. Because I know what's going on with the 2022 Toyota Land Cruiser. I know that financially it would not be in the budget right now. And I know it's not available in the US. Fun story. So I I took a look when I bought my... Three cars ago. Back when... You know... BM before the Mazda um, I considered getting a Land Cruiser and there was only one dealership around that had one they, they sell very few of them in the US and I went and I test drove one it was awesome and I liked it but I also didn't want to spend 90 grand on a car even though it would probably be the last car I had to buy for 20 years the math still didn't work on that and I remember doing the math and going okay payment would be this If I didn't go out to eat ever and canceled it, basically, it was 100% of my my disposable income would have gone to the car. And I know people who would do that. I am not one of them. But I do see some quotes here. Some stuff from Frank. On this day in 1895, boxing champion Jack Dempsey was born I would encourage all of you you've probably heard of Jack Dempsey if you don't know his story I would encourage you to go to go do a little bit of research because back in the days when he was boxing he was a huge deal we don't get very many athletes that transcend from sport to culture to to just general pop culture and he was definitely one of them and the fact that here we are this long after and so many people know about him even people who didn't box that says something a champion is someone who gets up when he can't yeah what does that make me think of? my black belt test, my first one I can do anything because I did that. I truly believe that. I kept getting knocked down. It hurt. We were past the point where it hurt. We were at the point where... There was some control to it. It's not like I was getting... Murdered. But I was on the ground. Exhausted. Getting kicked. And I considered staying there because it was less work. It was less work to remain on the ground getting kicked than to get up. I was 16. That moment, that test has set the tone for my life. That's why I'm so big on black belt tests being... I understand why in many schools they're done in big groups. I do. I get it. But this is why I am a big proponent of black belt tests being individual. So you can cater to the needs of that person. So you can help them find their line and cross it. Where's their line proving to them that that there's always more? Number two, when I was a young fellow, I was knocked down plenty. I wanted to stay down, but I couldn't. I didn't read ahead on me. I had to collect the $2 for winning or go hungry. I had to get up. I was one of those hungry fighters. You could have hit me on the chin with a sledgehammer for $5. When you haven't eaten for two days, you'll understand. There's an interesting principle here talking about being whether it's it's desperate or back against the wall or whatever when you look at business a lot of businesses have their best ideas when the money's about to run out one of the best I, one of the, the points in time when whistlekick had that money was running low I was getting desperate I figured out how to sell on Amazon We'd had product on Amazon for a year, just never sold. I finally figured it out. We started to sell things. The money that I had invested in product started to come back out. By the way, in theory, there's gear on the way. I don't know. Limited supply of black head, hands, and feet. It's going to go quickly. And by the way, prices are going to go up. They have to. We've been selling too cheap it's gonna become more of a niche product like we're we're not we don't have the time and the resources to make it a um, a commodity product it never should have been it was never intended to be but now that enough people have done it and tried it they get it when we talk about the most dangerous people in the context of self-defense it's often people with nothing to lose people who are desperate If Jack Dempsey was able to get up being beat on from a fight after not eating for a couple days to win a fight because he was so desperate what are people going to do in the modern era? If someone is hungry, scared alone, on the street and you look like a good target what are they going to do if they need to eat? The most dangerous person is someone with nothing to lose. Number three. Tall men come down to my height when I hit them in the body. I like that. When we talk about self-defense. When we talk about the actual application of martial arts. There's no point in kicking high. It's, It's pointless. It's silly. It's absolutely ridiculous. If you are kicking above the knee... There's no point. Okay? If I can kick you in the head... I can kick you in the knee faster. If I can kick you in the head... I can kick you in the, in the knee safer. Or behind the knee or, or the thigh. Whatever. You have to get pretty close to kick somebody in the head. And the only reason that you would kick someone in the head is if there is no chance like competition or a controlled environment for them to grab the leg or the leg gets stuck on their shoulder Uh, Casper says push kicks are nice in self-defense they can be Depends on what the goal is. If... I'm not saying that other things don't apply. I'm saying that when you, when you... If you were to make a list of all the reasons to kick somebody... There are very few times where you can accomplish the same thing just as well, if not better, kicking in the leg. And be safer. Big fan of leg kicks. If you can't stand, you can't fight. Can you hear her grunting? I don't know if she... Are you disagreeing with what I say? A good fighter usually knows to within a very few seconds when a three-minute round is going to end. I believe that. Three minutes is forever. Anybody who's ever done any fight competition. It's forever. Oh. You know, we, we've got a competitive format that we're we're working on rolling out. And honestly, right now we're trying to find a location to put this out. Southern New Hampshire. Maybe Southern Vermont, Northern Massachusetts. There's something that we're building. And this is going to be unlike any martial arts competition that is, has ever had... Well, I shouldn't say ever. That I'm familiar with. It's going to be way more fun. And... Uh, It's got rounds. Anybody who's ever fought rounds knows rounds are long. If If you look at the fight conditioning program, if you purchase that, it's all based on the fact that in any combative situation, in combative competitive situation, people will engage for no more than 20 seconds before breaking. Go watch tape. Go watch it. You will see most people doing 8, 10, 12, maybe 15 seconds in extremely rare cases, 20 seconds. And then they back out and they shake it off. Why? Because of how the body processes energy. Casper says, three minute rounds, it's bad. Yeah, three three minutes is a long time. You start to see what people are really made of when they fight for three minutes. Go fight for three minutes. And then see how many times you can repeat that. Casper says they train uh, 12 and 8 seconds. Yeah. I would assume that's kind of like a Tabata 12 seconds of intensity, 8 seconds of rest. There's, some, I see that a lot of value in that. One more. So after this, so it's Thursday I want you to leave me some stuff for Friday. I'm sure Frank's going to give us some quotes probably some jokes. I want you to Think about giving me some stuff. Go check out that episode that we dropped today on the role of family in martial arts training. Okay, And remember if you want to support us, Patreon uh, buy something at whistlekick.com, buy one of the programs at whistlekickprograms.com And you know, somebody else that I'm looking for, we've got a few people that I'm looking for. Uh, I'm looking for someone to take brand ambassadors to the next level. We've got a few that don't do anything. They, they need support. They need help. They need encouragement. And we've got one more who just applied. And it needs more attention than I can give. Um, this is a commission position. Because brand ambassadors bring in money. Very little. But they could bring in more. And so the idea is that if I bring somebody on for that, they will get a cut of the brand ambassadors cut. So... Somebody who's willing to put in a little bit of work. Be a pretty good side hustle. Let me know. And we've got books at Amazon. We've added, what, two more this week? It's a constant outflow of books. We got books. So many books. And our final quote from Jack Dempsey today. A champion owes everybody something. He can never pay back for all the help he got for making him an idol. Think about all the people that helped you get where you are. Maybe drop an email. Hey, thanks for your support. I don't care if you haven't talked to that person in 20 years. They would appreciate hearing it. I I get emails all the time. Got one yesterday from someone who was on the podcast, I think three years ago, that a former student that he hasn't talked to in a long time, found the episode, listened to it, and was so struck... That he reached out to say thank you thanks for all that you did for me it's pretty powerful have a wonderful day everyone I will see you back here tomorrow take care peace